Dropping like flies, baby. Esther Roll. Dead. Dead. How do you like that? Before we get into Esther Roll, by the way, and the fact that she was a big, fat stereotype, kind of like Aunt Mama. Well, she was. And it was a bad show besides. I mean, we're, you know, sorry that she's dead because she was from here. If she wasn't from here, we wouldn't be quite so sorry. But we're sorry because she was a local lady. And by the way, she went to a, um, what was her called? She went to a school that was called, I'm looking in this article here, I'll find it, 
Well, we got a lot of time. There's no, no, nobody's going to be listening today anyway. We got this these goddamn impeachment hearings going on in every network that's ever. Oh, she attended Pompano Beach Colored School. What color was it? Where she learned from books passed down by white students. You know this this country, man. This is a grotesque, bigoted, unacceptable place. She went to Pompano Beach Colored School. In fact, I can remember the year I worked in Sarasota, WSPB, 1973. At the dog track, they still had, like, uh, some of the remnants from the uh, 50s and 60s when they had the segregated water fountains and toilets and so on. And they had one that said, like, white people's uh, toilets and the drinking fountains and then the dark colored, you know, et cetera, and so on. In fact, even the, the dogs that were dark had to run, like, in separate races, I think, at Sarasota Dog Track. But anyway, a Seahawks player must answer questions about the... Uh little incident. That's why I play that Brian Blades thing. Seattle Seahawks receiver Brian Blades must answer questions under oath about what happened the night his cousin was fatally shot at his house and appeals court ruled on Wednesday, yesterday. Blades, 33, and Charles Blades, 34, were alone when Charles was shot at Brian's suburban Fort Lauderdale home after a night of 4th of July drinking in 1995. It's only three and a half years ago. What's the big rush? Blades is called a shooting and accident. A jury found Blades guilty of manslaughter, but a Broward County judge last October overturned the verdict, saying there was not enough evidence for a conviction. Blades is now facing a wrongful death lawsuit for unspecified damages filed by Marshall Henry, the mother of Charles Blades' teenage daughter, Crystal Sherry. Are you following these names that don't, like, all seem to quite match? Attorneys for Henry and daughter want Blades to answer questions about the night his cousin was shot in the chin after a series of arguments between Brian Blades and his brother Benny, formerly of the Detroit Lions and Seahawks. Brian Blades has so far refused in spite of three court orders saying he cannot invoke his Fifth Amendment privilege against self-incrimination. Blades' attorneys have advised him not to answer questions because of the possibility he could be brought up again on criminal charges. The 4th District Court of Appeals ruled yesterday that Blades waited too long to appeal the first court's ruling that he must answer questions. We can still file a motion for a rehearing, which we're considering, said Blades' attorney Michael C. Matson of Fort Lauderdale. John H. Pelzer, an attorney for Henry and her daughter, said he doesn't understand why Blades would fear criminal charges if he's already been acquitted in his cousin's death. He was pleased with the appeals for ruling on Wednesday. Really what it means is we can move forward on the case and Mr. Blades is going to have to answer the questions or suffer the consequences of refusing to answer, Pelzer said. And the beat goes on. So our poll question today, which is taking the longer, a John Bonet Ramsey or a Brian and Charles Blades, huh? Pretty nip and tuck. Well, let's see, she was killed, what, a year ago uh, Christmas? So this will be two years? This coming Christmas? Sounds about right. Okay, let's do the break, and then I'll come back and talk about what a big stereotypical... Uh, uh, no, she was. She was a big, fat ancho mama. Huh? Everybody liked her, but she was... Everybody likes a big, fat black bitch, don't they? Unless they're Jamaican, of course. I mean, if, if it's a big, fat Jamaican black bitch... Yeah, oh, man, they'll make your life a uh, living hell, guaranteed. They tend to be real pushy and domineering, as opposed to the cheerful, like, I don't want to make any stereotypes here. But no, seriously, don't you find that big black women tend to be very cheerful and jolly and fat and died at an early age? Although she was uh, 78. That's, you know, isn't she? Yeah, 78. It doesn't say what she died of. Maybe like a little bit too fat. But 78's not too bad, Esther. 10.09 at 5.60. Go when you're feeling lucky. That's what I'm trying to do. Every girl crazy about a half-deaf man. 
560 WQAM. Well, before we get into that, now we really ought to take a survey and find out if the uh, public wants to hear the uh, impeachment hearings today. That the, the president... No, I don't want... Now, here's a little sample. Yeah. Oh, there's Kenneth Starr, that Nazi. He's got like a little swastika right above his uh, little uh, left eyebrow there. and like, Starting to grow the growth of a little mustache. He's got a little growth this morning. And there's Henry Hyde, that philandering son of a bitch from Illinois who messed up that poor guy's life up there in uh, Weston. So let's find out. Does the audience want the Neil Rogers show today, or do we want to just open up a pot? Because I know there are people on this station where any time they get an opportunity, they just open up a pot and kill a lot of good time. And I don't blame them for that. I mean, what the hell's wrong with that? Just open up a little uh, pot and then uh, smoke it, or then uh, just put it on the air. Let's find out if these people, yes or no, let's do a quick mini-survey here and find out. Do you want the uh, impeachment hearings, or should we just continue uh, pretending to do a show here today? Because I know we're playing with an empty deck today. He then, the chair then... Oh, it's Barney Frank. Leave that faggot on. denying the maker of the motion the right... Get him off of there. He's got a bad speech defect. We love Barney Frank, baby. Oh! There's one fag we can all admire, besides me. 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Hello, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Uh, first, uh, for the, um, for the poll today? Yes. Hell no, I don't want to see that stupid Kenneth Starr fat fag, uh, on TV talking about Clinton. I'm sick and tired of this crisis crap. Yeah. Anyways, um, I want to congratulate George, uh, for doing a fine job. Well, that's ancient history. That's old news, yeah. Okay, and, uh, I think he's doing a great job, and, uh, I'm glad he's not, you're not putting the tapes anymore. I'm glad that he's on there. Yeah, but next week, Thursday and Friday, you'll have tapes because George will be on vacation, and I'll be in Vegas. Oh, really? So those people that are Jones in for the tapes, at least they'll have two days so they can be pacified. Well, we don't, we don't mind. Uh, it's all good stuff, anyway. It's all great crap, yeah. But we'll, we'll miss you guys on, uh, uh, Thursday and Friday. I, or wish we, I wish we could say the same. Okay, have a great day, sweetheart. Okay, uh, by the way, Channel 10 tonight, 11 o'clock, is that piece they're doing on me. And boy, they're sure teasing the hell out of that. Thank God for Channel 10. Oh! And my close personal friend, Diane Magnum, even though George off the air just now made horrible comments about Diane's hair. No, she's a very nice person, but she just can't find her hair niche. Ever since, since she's been on... I can remember the only times I've ever spoken about her until she did this piece on me and I met her. Over the years, the only times I've ever had anything to say about Diane Magnum was about her hair. Because every five minutes, it changes. Kind of like Bob Eisenberg's hair color. It's the same thing. Changes like every five seconds. But who cares about that? She's a sweetheart. So 11 o'clock on a Channel 10 News tonight, they're doing a major piece on me, and they were uh, teasing the hell out of that this morning. And there I was carrying that stupid little black dog, that damn rat, carrying him in my arms like there was like some affection or something involved there. I guess I was on the way to the microwave is when they caught me with a little dog. <laughs> yeah, see a tiny little piece of uh, crap. Okay, let's go. Let's. We better do this before 10:30, because then we'll figure out. Because they're still they're still doing like foreplay. Yeah, that's uh, Representative Della Hunt. I, can we say that on the air? Democrat of Massachusetts. We can't say that. Here's Tamarack. Hello. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I hated him. I still hate him. Jimmy Walker. Oh boy. 
one of the most objectionable. I mean, I don't want to like pee on the parade. This lady was loved by everybody, and she was very nice, and she played a real Aunt Your Mama-ish uh, stereotypical character on that show. And it was not a good show. It was a bad show. I mean, there was the Jeffersons was a good show, and there was Good Times, which was a bad show. They should have called it Bad Times. Bad show. Mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes? How are you? Okay. Screw the presidential uh, testimonial crap. Get it out of there. Is that a no? That's a big no. Okay, thank no. you. Okay, he said no. We're trying to take a little quick poll here. Come on, let's go. we got a couple open lines. We're taking a survey. This is very important. I mean, we can open up the pod here. Practice. There you go. And play four hours of this crap. It's on, uh, where's the list? It's on ABC, CBS, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, PBS, C-SPAN, Court TV, every goddamn television, radio affiliate, and the whole uh, free world is carrying this crap today, as if we're supposed to continue to be caring about this. I mean, from my own personal perspective, all I can tell you, if you would ask me do I care about it, I would tell you no. emphatically, I would say, no, no I don't. I'm oversaturated. I got Monica coming out of my... Rectum. I got Linda Tripp coming out of my... Rectum. I got that Lucianne Goldberg bitch coming out of my... Rectum. Enough with us already. And that Kenneth Starr, that fascist son of a bitch, he's coming out of everybody's... Rectum. In fact, every time you take a, a dump, there's Kenneth Starr Rectum. in the bowl, okay? And this Henry Hyde son of a bitch, you know, he's... Look at he's red in the puss, which really shows up because he's got that white hair, that frosted white hair, which frosts my ass a little bit. And he's red in the puss. And ought to be red in the puss with embarrassment, that he's grilling the president about getting blowjobs for Monica, and here this guy had an affair for how many years, and lied to the bitch and told this woman that he wasn't married, and then screwed up and uh, broke up this poor bastard's uh, marriage, this old fart that lives up there in Weston now, that's sitting there holding his head in his hands and probably a gun to his temple, because of this Henry Hyde, Henry's hiding it. Oh, well, it was in his younger days, he was only 41. Oh, excuse me. He was young and foolish. He was only 41 when he had this illicit affair. And he's sitting there acting as, uh, you know, some kind of a uh, inquisitor piece of crap. Here's a mobile in Tavernier. Hello. Good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. First, I'd like to say George did a heck of a job. Yes, I he think did. Star is born. I think if they put him on instead of the worst team and then follow up with you, they got a show going. I think now you're talking some sense. I think that makes yeah. uh, more sense than I've heard because in a long I don't... time. Because that morning show blows, man. It's, uh, that, this, this business where they sit around and they kind of like poke at each other, it, it, it's poking at each other for four hours every morning. You know, the, this contrived controversy, and they take little shots back and forth like a bunch of little kids in a sandbox. I mean, that gets old after the first 20 minutes. I mean, I'm a rollover to... Hank from you, right. and uh, because I've never followed sports that well, much. Well, I mean, Hank I mean, is a broadcaster, you know. Right. Those days but these guys Hank, are trying uh, to do your show in the morning. They they suck. They, they they can't do that. Yeah, and Defoe's doing all these cornball lines about I'm doing Gator Hotline uh, and about uh, the odds and all this other bullcrap. You know that Gator stuff. I was saying to George when we heard the last five minutes of that show this morning, they started with that Gator song again. Isn't how far would you say Gainesville is? About 300 miles from here? A thousand, at least. No, but seriously, yeah, it's it at least it 300 is. miles away. Yeah. And and uh, Tallahassee, FSNU, that's got to be 400, 450 away from from Miami. Right. So so other than the uh, these silly people that can't get over the fact that they went to school there or their kids go to school there, other than those people, who cares about that crap? Right. Well, anyway, it's painful to listen to them, and I damn sure don't want to listen anymore about Monica or the rest of the crap. It's, okay, is that a no? Oh, it's a no for sure. And God bless you. Sir. Have a good day. Thank you. Okay, we're taking a survey here because we want to let the audience decide. We want you to pick and choose what we do here on the show. Do you believe that? No. Well, it sounds pretty good. It sounds like the American way. Huh? Isn't that isn't that the way freedom is supposed to work, that you pick and choose what you want to hear and see and read? That's the American fucking way. Amen, sweetheart. 
Open line of date, five. Did I tell you yet about my experience at Pompano Park last night? No. And who I met up there last night? Wow, wait till I get into that. That's almost as exciting as, as Esther Roll died yesterday. Here's Boynton Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Oh, I want these hearings to go on. Absolutely. It's the first time Kenneth Starr gets to speak because, by law, he wasn't allowed to speak beforehand. All you did was see him going out to his garbage every morning and smiling with his coffee. And walking with that thermos uh, in his hand. Yeah, exactly. By law, he couldn't. So this is Oh, there's that Gerald Nadler, that big, fat Democrat uh, congressman from New York. That real big, fat one that looks like like his head. Cheeks are going to explode. Exactly. Oh, my God. He is big, isn't he? This guy must not be missing too many meals, you know what? But no, seriously. Yes. People on the Democratic side, and I'm a Republican, but if people on the Democratic side want this to end, to re- tell these guys to stop interrupting Henry Hyde and let's get on with it. They want to disrupt the whole hearing. Are you listening? Well, you can't no, Of course not. I'm watching you, I know. Though. They're trying and I see, to... Dis- and I see that uh, uh, Herr Starr is sitting there very impatiently looking around and fumbling with his uh, papers. They're trying to disrupt the hearing. He wants to be hearing it. We have an open line at day one in Broward. Impeachment hearings or not, we still have time. It's three to one again so far. We still have time to get this thing on because, like I said, this big fat-headed guy from New York, this Nadler guy, he's going pop, 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 pop. Mr. Starr, your calculation of 200, of 100. Well, no, put it back on. Mr. Starr is going to sit here for 120 minutes and tell us why the president ought to be impeached in his opinion, and he's entitled to do that. But you add to that the other time that the... The, 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 well, this is almost as good as that Bobby Bonilla press conference the, we had on with Hank the other day when you couldn't hear the questions. Okay, get that fat slob off of there, okay? Man, Gerald Nadler of New York. Get him on the Atkins right away. I, I'm serious. He makes Al Goldstein look like uh, Rumpelstiltskin. That's how fat. This guy has got fat on fat. He's got fat in places where it's illegal in Florida. I'll tell you that. He better stay the hell up there in New York or up in D.C. Because if he comes down here, he goes right in the who's go. This guy's got fat in places it hasn't been invented yet, even in his rectum. That's what I think. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Yes, how you doing? Okay. Um. Yes? No? Maybe? Okay, good one. Open line of date. Five, six, seven, thinking about it. Here's Coral Springs. Hello? Capital N, capital O. Does that spell? No. No. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. That's the way we like it. Short and sweet. Come on, we got to take... If we're going to do this the Democratic way, for crying out loud... That's the American fucking way. we got to take at least uh, four or five hundred of these calls and find out what the consensus of the audience is, okay? Of the 40 people who are still listening, as opposed to the ones who took off from work today who are home glued to their TV sets. Because, like I said, every network, CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS and Dumont and DuPont and maybe even Buddy Bud. Oh, that Paxnet, you see that? They got a number. Oh! Their stock is still in the crapper, but they got a little bit of a number with those old crappy shows. They had a 1.1 or something like that, and they're making a big case for that, that the numbers on that garbage that they're showing are higher than what they thought they were going to be. Nice going, buddy, bud. Oh. Anybody want to buy that stock? No. Okay, here's a, here's a mobile in Homestead. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. It's a big no. Is it a and, no? Uh, yes. Take all the religions, people, and uh, all the politicians to ship them off to Cuba. No. Okay, thank you. They're on their way. Okay, it's five to one again so far. Open line in Broward, 5670560. What's his name? The uh, president's attorney is sitting there with a real, uh, he can't wait. He's going to get his list. He only gets 30 minutes, though, later on. Starr gets, what, two hours to make this preliminary speech? And then they're going to be grilling him, allegedly, the uh, panel. They're going to be asking questions. And then uh, the president's attorney there gets to open up his post and grill him and just absolutely lacerate him verbally from head to toe. Maybe even physically lacerate him a little bit. That's it. 
This goddamn no-good right-wing fascist judge, Kenneth Starr, who's got it. And by the way, he's mentioned frequently in this book, This Lost Rights by James Bovard. And, every, and this is long before Monica Lewinsky. This was written a couple of years ago. And every time his name is mentioned in here, it's with another fascist ruling of his. And another anti-human, un-American, uh, fascist... Uh... That's the American fucking way. That's right. So you better get with it, Kenneth Starr, because your days are numbered in single digits. We got your digit right over here. 1026 at 560. It's like, it would be like having a campaign to legalize prostitution in America. And what they're really saying is, then you're putting a crimp in our ability to teach people that it's okay to hate gays, they don't want to Neil Rogers tonight. Channel 10 is live, local, late breaking. Tonight on Eyewitness News at 11. This edit booth. Uh -huh. And I'm thinking, what? What's going to give them something away? What, you know, have they got some incredible piece of video? What, yeah. What's happening? So, of course, you know, me being the pushy broad I am, I make my way through the crowd of people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I see this piece that they're putting together tonight um, on you and your significant other. And it looks fabulous. Yeah. And I, I yeah, I got a little sneak preview, but I, I, I did. This morning, which I hate to say that I never watch uh, Good Morning America because I hate that show. But I did turn over there specifically because I knew that uh, this piece was coming up tonight. Oh, it's going to be great. And that they were going to tease it. And the tease was longer than most of the pieces that you get on uh, TV. So well, I, this is a long piece. I don't know how long it is, but uh, I watched like a long piece. of it. And it's, it's a long piece. Great. It's a long piece, and it's uh, it looks like it's going to be great. Make me feel like I'm back in Amsterdam. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Gail. Okay, you're welcome. Have a good one. See ya. Bye. Gail Bright from Channel 10. Yeah, my significant other. That was kind of uh, amusing. <laughs> John will be amused by that. My roommate. Yeah, I have a nice roommate. I have two nice dogs. I have a nice house, a nice pool, a nice microwave for the one nice little dog. And uh, it'll all be on there tonight, 11 o'clock on Channel 10. Plus, I'm a nice guy. That's that's the thrust of the whole thing. It's, he's not a mean-spirited, nasty son of a bitch. It's just a goddamn radio show, okay? He happens to be a really super nice guy. That's what my good friend Anthony told me at Pompano Park last night, the waiter from Terravella High. Nice going, Anthony. You're okay in my book. Oh! Who else? Oh, and so anyway, last night, this gets to the good part. Where we're moving on now. Now, forget it. She's still alive, okay? Leave Wheezy alone. Yeah, why couldn't Jimmy Walker have died? We just took a survey. Okay, that'll be our next poll, okay? Because we decided we don't want to hear this Kenneth Starr crap. Testimony of two... Now, get him off of there, that white-haired, philandering son of a bitch. Henry Hyde, my ass. Dr. Jika and Mr. Hyde. Wouldn't that be great if we'd have sent Tom Jika up there to cover it? We could add Mr. Jika and uh, Mr. Hyde. Or something like that. So, at any rate, I'm at the track last night. And all of a sudden, guess who comes over to the table? I'm sitting there with Fat Rich and our friend Derek. And guess who comes walk waltzing over? How many guesses do I need to give the audience? Okay, this will kill a couple of good hours. Rana Wolf. Oh! Mad Max, the engineer. Oh! And uh, Todd Winnick. A sales, I don't really know what his title is over there with Clear Channel, formerly of Paxson. Right. Max, by the way, has gained a lot of weight. But at any rate, and which made it even more embarrassing when he gave me a bear hug. I mean, Max, you're, you know, you're, I was going to say you're a good guy, but then I would be really exaggerating. No, he's okay. But I mean, do I want to hug Max? I hugged Rana. We got a nice big kiss, little tongue in there. Stepped on her foot, too, by the way. It was no accident, sweetheart. But at any rate, <laughs> and uh, the old Paxson people who are now with Queer Channel. And I said to them, oh, my God, please find me a job. Get me out of that place. And then Rana says, well, you remember uh, Todd Winnick, uh, our sales, whatever his title is, because uh, he's uh, Luann Winnick's uh, husband. And, of course, Luann Winnick is our sales manager here at QAM. This is kind of one of those James Carville, Mary Magdalene deals. 
That is her name, isn't it? Mary Magdalene, isn't that it? Uh -huh. Something like that. And I, I was thinking about this last night after I uh, met Todd Winnick again for the second or third time. He's kind of a forgettable guy. Although he did say, he said, you know, all those things you say about my wife, and I said, yeah, he said, they're all true. He said, I don't feel bad. Don't don't feel, like, uh, uncomfortable, you know, talking to me here because uh, everything you said about that bitch is true. A real pain in the ass. And, of course, with the, with the thing with James Carville and Murray Magdalene, that's all political. So they can put their uh, politics uh, aside when they hop in the sack. But in this particular case, I mean, one guy is like a sales maven for uh, Queer Channel over there, and here we got her up there who's supposed to be the, the sales maven for uh, QAM, for the Beasley Green folks. Don't you find it a little bit uh, touchy there? Uh -huh. I sure do. I find real uncomfortable with that whole deal, especially her. But at any rate, he said that everything that I said about her is absolutely correct. So anyway, Rana said that they'd love to have me back, and we went on and on. And... What are you smirking about, huh? I said, sounds good to me. Oh! Yeah. Not that we're going to do any contract tampering. Nobody suggested anything like that. We were just talking glittering generalities as old friends. You do understand that. But, I mean, it sounded real appealing. I said, and my the line that I used, which I think was very interesting and very apropos, I said, I'll tell you what, I'm keeping my options open is what I said. I thought that that was a very diplomatic way, and it summed up the way I feel about life. I mean, well, not even east side, just down the road a little bit. Isn't that where they are? Right down the road, the, the former Paxson Clear Channel people? Just blocks up the road. Away. Just a matter of blocks away. But they're not broadcasting in that building, are they? Uh, no. Did they move? They're still in the Hollywood building? Well, wins is. Stupid talk. Right. Yeah, and evidently they're real unhappy with that stupid talk on there, and those grotesque minimal numbers that they get on there. Oh, my God, those ones and twos that Dr. Laura, the uh, the Internet slut, Dr. Laura, and then Lardass Limbaugh, who went out with Nickers, who's uh, dead meat, especially now after that election, and after Newt stepped down, can't find him no more. And look at this, here's John Conyers. Get him on. I love John Conyers. No, come on. Today's witness, Kenneth W. Starr. That's it. <laughs> oh, I want you missed the last part after he said Kenneth W. Starr. He said, he's an asshole. Nice going, John. That's John Conyers for you there. Oh! From Michigan, great American. I love John Conyers. Why can't all black people be just like him? As opposed to like uh, fat women like Esther Roll. No, seriously, don't you find that offensive? Well, you wouldn't because you don't give a crap. But I'm just talking as an average ordinary Joe, mama. That I just, this Aunt your Mama image of uh, your American uh, black housewife, they all have to be big, fat, uh, I'm sorry, I'm just not buying them. I mean, name me one black housewife that's ever been depicted. Oh, the one upstairs, but that was an interracial marriage. Tom's wife. What was her name on the Jeffersons? Uh, the, Will the Willis. The Willises, but uh, what was her name? Tom, we know him, and her name was... Come on! Yeah, and she was real dark class, too, by the way. Not bad, though. Thank God for her. She wasn't bad. So I guess only black guys marry big-ass, fat, black, angio mama like women, and white guys, when there's an interracial marriage, they marry slim, large-breasted African-American women. Isn't that what it's all about? Uh -huh. Yeah, there you go. Does somebody have her name real quick? Come on, somebody out there, help us out. Neither George or I can come up with his name. Tom Willis's wife on the Jeffersons, one of the great shows in the history of TV, in spite of what Tom Jicka says. Her name was... Oh, we don't have it yet? No, but she was Lenny Kravitz's mother, which I knew, but I forgot. I guess she still is Lenny Kravitz's she mother. She was Lenny Kravitz's she mother, and then like after that. His, that awful music, she changed her mind? Who the hell can blame her? 
Jesus, Lenny, get serious, will you? Mom's embarrassed. In fact, uh, thank God she's that dark. You can't see the blush. 20 before Helen. 11. What is it? Helen? Helen, that sounds right. Tom and Helen, the Willises. Thank you, Dave the Cop. Thank you, Dave the Cop. We don't want to talk to you, but thank you very much. And what's name the uh, goofy guy from uh, Down Under or wherever he was from, the British guy yeah, next to British. The silly British guy, as if there's any other kind. He was great. But we don't know. Boy, this is this is embarrassing. Next we'll be forgetting okay. Florence's name. 20 before 11 at 560. 560 QAM. It stinks in Miami town. At 560 WQAM. So anyway, her name was Roxy Roden, Roker, whatever the hell her name was, the, uh, the black lady that played the, Lenny Kravitz's mother, that played Helen on uh, the Jeffersons, and she's dead? She's dead. She died. She died. Wow. How do you like that? The good people are the dead people. I think Don DeLuise had a point, goddammit, and fat, so the good people, and she wasn't even fat. So there goes another one of those ugly stereotypes about how all, all us fat people die early. How about Weinstein Churchill? Had a big stogie in his puss every day of his life. Had a fifth of gin or whatever kind of cheap booze he was drinking every day. And uh, lived in his, uh, well, into his 80s. Fat as a cow. Probably ate a lot of that British spotted dick, no doubt, from what I hear. Didn't hurt him none. By the way, John Conyers for president. That's what I say. Oh! You want a black guy that's qualified to be president who's really letting... Look at the look on Kenneth Starr's puss. His hair is falling out. What little he's got left. It's falling right out in clumps right there on the goddamn table. A full and fair opportunity. Stick it to him, John, baby. To participate in these hearings. Send him back to Texas with a banjo on his knee. What happened to him? Investigation, Mr. Starr. Yeah, Mr. Starr, you asshole. Get out of there. I can't stand it. He is sizzling him a major, major, big, bloody... Rectum. Nice call, John Conyers. You got my vote, sweetheart. There's a black guy we can all look up to. Well, here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, oh, hey, how you doing? Great. Hey, I got one for you. Who was the doorman? What was the doorman's name on the Jefferson? Oh, geez, he was great too. I have no idea. Yeah, Ralph. That's right, Ralph. And Mr. Bentley was the British neighbor, by the way. Yeah, Mr. Bentley was the limey. Right. Uh, wasn't, it, wasn't that one of the top five shows in the history of television behind oh, yeah. the show over down? Yeah, that's right behind uh, All in the Family. Right. Good, good shows. Good shows. Uh, Esther Rowe. Uh, yeah, I liked her. Yeah, I mean, she was very pretty. I thought. She was pretty? Yeah, I thought she was pretty. Yeah, she had a pretty face. Yeah, a pretty face. Big, yeah. fat body. Yeah, big, fat body. I used to laugh when I was a kid. Did you really? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow, well, I, congratulations. I okay. <laughs> well, she was no Shamu the uh, Sabu the Indian boy. We have two open lines in Dade, 5670560 and Tom 560 on a mobile one line. That's what happened to Susan Day. She got a complex because of that. No, seriously, that's why she turned to booze, because all those young guys, all the old guys, too, used to sit there and uh, whack it. In front of the TV during the Partridge family. I was kind of watching David Cassidy myself. He had better hair. Although she was a lot butcher. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello? Hello? Yes, sir. Put my vote in? Yeah, go ahead. No. And, uh... No. And, uh, the guy's, uh, the janitor on Good Time. What was his name? Oh, I, I don't know, because I never watched the show. I hated that show. Oh, well, I'll give you a little tribute. That's it, Neil. Well, what was his name? Booker. Booker? Booker. Booker. That guy that used to run well, that in. Was on, that was on Y50. Book him, Dano. 
Oh, by the way, he's still alive. He was down here. I was reading something about James MacArthur, who was, uh, whose, uh, son was he? Douglas MacArthur? I don't know. No, he was, uh, somebody famous's son. Mary Martin or something. No, Mary Martin's son was, uh, who? Helen Hayes, thank you so much. There we go. We're finally starting to get some good info here. I beg your pardon? Is this Josh? Well, don't get carried away, okay? Thanks for the information, but you're a little... <laughs> Wait, between the Cubs and this kind of TV trivia, we got something Josh Friedman could stick his staples in there. Got to admit, it was a good theme, though. Good theme song. And uh, bad show, terrible show, horrible show. An attempt to be another Jefferson's that failed miserably. But we do miss Esther already. And she was. She was nice. We liked her. She was one of the good people. She was jolly. Look at the picture of her on the uh, front page there in full color. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, if I would have said in black and white, that would have been just as bad, wouldn't it? It's, in, it's, a, it's a great picture. It really is because she exuded a uh, something. Like she survived going, what was the name of that school again? That, that makes me nauseous to think, to realize that I live in a country. Pompano Beach Colored School is where she went to school, where she learned from books passed down by...